Crypto World. For this uh, Crypto Noob podcast, this is your host, Mr. Ozzy. Coming up with episode 3 of the 2020 series, um, I wanted to talk today about the on and off ramp dilemmas. So I will share some of my experiences with uh, the on and on ramp uh, on how to to get into crypto and how to get out of the crypto and some of my experiences with uh, Coinbase, Liquid, Simplex, Coin5 and even some of the experiences with uh, cashing out in the Bitcoin ATM. So stay tuned and enjoy. Hey, so um, on and off ramps, that's a topic for you right here. So I've got a little bit of experience with um, uh, on and off ramps. Mostly, I think uh, what I'm using today is uh, still Coinbase. And uh, I think most of the noobs come into crypto. They will they will choose something simple, right? Uh, unless they have uh, a friend or a mentor or a buddy who can uh, show them the uh, crypto kung fu and uh, use something more advanced. They will basically um, <clears throat> they will find Coinbase first, mostly I think. And in Europe, at least, this is like uh, your easy choice because it's very user friendly and uh, if you if you if you put in in Google uh, how to buy cryptocurrency you most likely will just uh, find coinbase first and this is not wrong uh, this is uh, I think good because uh, coinbase is uh, very uh, very user friendly customer friendly uh, to to um, to use uh, as a non ramp at least in my opinion so i've uh, i've actually used coinbase uh, frequently as my on ramp and uh, an off ramp so uh, i think i've already tested all of their options to buy the uh, crypto and what i'm buying usually is just ethereum uh, at the beginning, I, I used to buy some Bitcoin uh, off of them, but I'm not doing that anymore. So I actually learned um, the hard way uh, that uh, y- you can optimize your fees if you're uh, if you're a little, little bit smarter on your uh, deposits. Uh, what I mean by that is, uh, if you if you prepare, right? If if you if you think in uh, ahead and uh, and uh, do this uh, with bank wire, then that's much more cost efficient than than you you know your purchases through debit card or credit card. And um, when I first got in, and that was back in. Uh, end of March, beginning of April, 
I uh, used the uh, credit card, so the most uh, expensive uh, option. That's be just because I, <laughs> I FOMO day one, right? <laughs> well, uh, not exactly, but you know what I mean. It's uh, it was the, just after this uh, big crash, and as I said in my previous uh, episodes, I, I wanted to get in fast because. I was very eager and I knew that I, w I wanted to have a, my skin in the game. I wanted to have my chips on the table and uh, and play with uh, crypto, investing in crypto. So uh, I did uh, use my credit card and the credit cards actually, uh, they charged me not only the uh, Coinbase fee, it was something like two, over 3% or 3%. Can't remember exactly, but uh, on top of that, they also charged me. My bank charged me my uh, <coughs> the uh, conversion, currency conversion, right? Because uh, Coinbase only using euros if you're in Europe, right? So no other currency. And uh, uh, in Poland, we still use the uh, Polish złote. Uh, so. Uh, I was charged uh, with that but the next purchase I did uh, I was a little bit smarter because I already uh, then created uh, a euro debit card and I used that so uh, I was uh, avoiding this uh, conversion fees but then I was still pretty high at least for my taste. So I then tried to use the uh, bank wire, which is uh, the most optimized way, and uh, they charge you uh, not three percent. I think one half or something like that. So half of what I was paying initially, and uh, that's the best way to do. And uh, then just my use my euros to to buy uh, Ethereum and take it off the uh, exchange and uh, do some fun stuff with it by Celsius or other coins and uh, this is uh, what I mean by prepare because you know I'll think ahead because uh, with the bank wire it will take one to three business days so if you're doing this uh, transfer on Friday then expect you know at least four five days delay so if you're if you want to be quick uh, then too bad uh, you have to wait uh, until your bank wire uh, deposit is settled and uh, and come true right so uh, when, when you when you see like when you have an correction in the market and you want to be fast to react on that then too bad you have to prepare so I learned that the hard way in 2020 but uh, now I know that I need to keep some dry powder uh, on me at all times right so what, what I'll do is uh, either keep some euros uh, on the exchange and now it's not the best uh, option 
because exchanges like to go down, especially Coinbase. I think they make it their uh, tradition now that they go down every time there's volatility in the market and Bitcoin is going a couple ton, thousand dollars up or a couple no, more than 10% up or down. They like to shut down. And, uh, you know, uh, that's part of their business now, business model now, because they like to fuck people. Uh, well, all of exchanges do this uh, shady stuff. But that's why you have to be prepared. And uh, maybe uh, also keep some uh, Ethereum or, or stable coin in your wallet, like MetaMask or, or Ledger or Trezor or whatever you're using, right? Are we gonna, we're gonna get to the uh, wallets maybe some sometime next episode, but just uh, I learned that always have some liquid cash because when the dips uh, happen, this is when you want to get in. This is when you want to buy. I never buy when everything is green. I always buy when I see red red on the, on the markets right when everything is in the correction this is when i dca when this is when i uh, dollar cost average and buy into my position or just uh, uh or just you know i i i actually um, strengthen my position by doing this and this played out very nicely for me in 2020, this strategy. And I think this is the way to do it. Uh, because if you want to catch the tops uh, and, and catch the, you know, downs, you're not going to be able to do that 100% all the time. Just dollar average and do that when the market's in correction. Just saying, not a financial advice, but uh, that's what I'm doing. And then uh, uh, I think that covers the Coinbase. There's a couple of more exchanges uh, I'm using. I heard of, uh, uh, and I'm testing out uh, for on ramps. So one more I've been uh, testing out was Liquid, which is something the Japan exchange. But um, uh, not very good experience with them. They actually, actually had uh, almost heart heart attack with them. <laughs> so let me explain why what happened. So, um, I've been using Liquid for some time, but I've mostly been using them for like swaps, and that's. Uh, and that's because I just wanted to test other things, right? Because in crypto, you don't want to rely on one exchange. Example, Coinbase down, you're, you're not able to cash in or cash out. So always have more than one option, like two or three options ready uh, to, to cash out and have that strategy in mind to, to be able to exit or enter as well, right? Because the these on and off ramps you're going to use for both but always have more than one so i've been looking for uh, my other options and liquid was one of those that i've been testing in 2020 and 
I've, I've been testing them for swaps, but then I tried to do also purchase, right, deposits. So I used uh, the option they have, it's like debit, debit card or credit card, and uh, I used my credit card for that. Uh, oh, no, sorry. I used my debit card for that, debit card. And uh, the thing is, uh, when you, when you do, do that, they actually... Uh, the uh, card transaction, it's going to be processed by their entity in Vietnam, not in Japan. So if you've never done business there, my bank, for example, they flag this as a non-standard transaction and they froze my uh, credit card. Well, fuck them. Uh, this is outrageous because uh, I can, you know, I, I my approach is, I am gonna spend my money however I want to spend my money, right? And the bank should not be my uh, big brother, my my parent, overlooking what I'm spending it on. Fuck you, banks. But that's what they did, so I had to call them and uh, say, yeah, this is me. I'm doing these transactions, and I want to do these transactions, so let me do it. So that uh, you know, uh, I had to do some gymnastics with them and uh, prove that I am I'm actually one, you know, I, I know what I'm doing, which is fucking stupid, but yeah, I did that. And uh, then they released that transaction and that was, uh, I was about two days. And then when the transaction gone to liquid then uh, it froze with liquid I don't, I don't know why but it, they couldn't settle that they couldn't settle that so and that lasted for about three more days so five days in total and then these three more days I was fucking upset a lot i was and stressing a lot because here's here's a lesson i learned from that never send all your transfer to something that you haven't tested before so i was stupid and i actually sent something like uh over one thousand dollars right to uh on this transaction on this on this uh purchase so I was stressing for five days over that money. Uh, and, I, and for some people that might not be a lot, but for many noobs, that'll be a lot. That'll be a lot of money. Right? And um, I was stressing out over this because their support is, surprise, surprise, everything's over email. So, uh, and you know, and you have, uh, volatility in the markets on top of that you've got bull markets so the response time is fucking ridiculous uh, as if they couldn't prepare for that over the past four years yeah but you know it is what it is but I was stressing out over that and um, the lesson here is never send uh, all the money you want to transfer in one go it's something that you haven't tested the provider you, you didn't test the service you haven't tested before just send something small 50 dollars maybe 100 
tops like maximum never send more and uh, just test it out or, or, or you know five bucks whatever it just don't say all oh, send everything in one go i know you will pay fees but it's it's better to pay a small fee and then be sure of something then send it out and then lose it all for some reason so yeah there you go uh liquid uh, I, I don't think i'm gonna risk it uh, anymore with them i'm looking at other options like kraken or or gemini well probably kraken it's something i go with because they're big in the german market and i trust them and uh, <clears throat> yeah i did uh, one more thing uh so i tested uh, something uh called the uh, uh, Unwrap in Celsius app, right? So you can in-app purchase, that's what it's called. So uh, in Celsius, and uh, no no, uh, no disrespect to Celsius because I think they are fantastic, uh, but they got shitty partners. And I, I know they will change them because I've... Uh, I've asked Alex about this and he even responded to me in an email confirming that they are working on their uh, their contracts and uh, their providers. I think from what I heard, they're going to change the uh, providers they're using now. And now hear me out. These are Simplex, which should be fucking changed to Complicatex and uh, or, you know, ripoff x that's the most suitable name in my opinion and coinify which is uh, uh again utter shit. uh both of those companies will fuck you on uh over uh, fees so one thing i didn't like when i when i tested the in-app uh, purchase with celsius is that You've been shown a price in the app, and I know that Celsius is just, you know, they're just relaying data from Simplex in that, but it, do, it makes them look bad. So I hope they fix that. And uh, the, uh, the actual amount you will be charged is fucking 10% more. So on my first purchases with for, for example, I've gone with the debit card with Simplex and uh, they charged me 10% more than I was shown in the app, which was, if, if you, if I was purchasing $1,000 worth of crypto, then they charged me 10 or 11%, right? So 110, that's a lot of coins I could have purchased with that uh, so never gonna use them again and I don't recommend using them ever for anything they will just fuck you because what they are doing is just they they collecting their fee and then they will charge you on top of that the spread fee and, the, and every other fee they are gonna uh, occur uh, on the exchanges because what they do is just they take your money or actually yeah they take your money they go on exchange and uh, not the cheapest one 
and they do a spot price or you know they, they do a buy order and uh, whatever spread they will end up with they will charge you so you will get fucked just avoid uh, I know Celsius is working with some banks uh, I've heard about Silvergate which might be fucking huge huge deal that might uh, get us through uh, to the future because you know for, for, for a noob uh, the simpler the on and off ramp is the simpler the experience is that the more people will get in because for mommies and daddies and uh, for people who don't really know what the crypto is they, they want the seamless buy they want a seamless interaction and if we can provide that then that will be a game changer for the whole crypto right now it's just a lot of uh, 2017 and before factory and scams you know that's you because imagine what what happens is if you're given a price and then and you agree on that price and then you're being charged more what kind of experience you're gonna get out of that right you will never gonna want to do business with somebody who's, who's just uh it, it does not keep their word right gets you know screw me once yeah that's on me screw me twice never gonna work with you again never right so just uh yeah that's, that's my second point uh in this on all from dilemma just avoid these companies that uh will fuck you with spread just read about them and simplex actually is, is, is uh, if you do a, you know good search on uh, in the internet on google and uh, then you'll find that there's a lot of uh, controversy with that company uh, that it called scam and all that people are just losing money over that company so i have no idea why Celsius uh, used them maybe just because they didn't have any other options at the beginning but i know that celsius now grew to be a big player so they can now choose whoever they want to work with because they got the assets and um, the last uh, on and off ramp so we covered exchanges we covered some uh, middlemen and end up uh, so there's more apps you can you can use there's yeah paypal and then all that uh, uh square but i wouldn't use them because i don't think you're actually buying crypto you're just buying iou with those so they i don't treat them as the the real deal the real on ramps uh, you only want to consider something that you actually get the crypto that you can move a movable uh, crypto right because if you if you can just buy and hold in their wallet and that's it that's not fucking crypto that's just i promise i, I bought the crypto on your behalf and then you can just keep it in my in my pocket which is uh, not the way this is not the way 
the way is you get control over your money. So speaking of that control, um, some some people uh, like to get off uh, off the grid, right? Totally, like I know people that uh, they, uh, they they just want to like keep their privacy for whatever reason. Some people just want to avoid taxes, which I I do not recommend. Uh, just pay up your tax if you if you had like big gains in crypto, just pay your taxes. Move your uh, move your money out and uh, yeah, be safe. But if you if if you're one of those people, then I think uh, you will use something else than the KYC exchange. Something decentralized. And there are a couple options I know about. Um, so uh, the most used one, uh, at least the one that. I know how to use is the uh, ATMs, right? Uh, Bitcoin ATMs. So you can use something like uh, coinatmradar.com uh, to find uh, the nearest ATM location uh, in your city or in your country when you, you can uh, buy and sell crypto to. And uh, in Poland, I think we've got uh, like two major companies that provide these uh, services. These are uh, uh, Flying Item, I think, and the other one, which the name actually is not very, does not bring confidence, but they are called the Shitcoins Club. Yeah, but they're legit. Uh, we've used them uh, for for uh, for things. Uh, my friends actually tested out uh, one of those uh, ATMs just a couple weeks ago, and uh, he, here's a funny story because he he brought his family uh, with him, so. Uh, his wife and uh, some family members come to, you know, to see uh, how is he withdrawing his money, his virtual money, his, uh, you know, uh, because because here's the thing: they were making fun of him and that's you know saying this is what are you doing with your money? You're putting this in some kind of virtual assets and uh, buying some monopoly uh, money. Uh, instead of a real hard cash, you know, yes. cash, cash is king, right? For the, <laughs> they're still stuck in this uh, uh, mindset, um, and uh, he, he just wanted to prove them to them that uh, the gains that he made, uh, he can pay that out anytime he wants, right? He can take it out and uh, and transfer this to the in uh, quote real money. Which we know is not the real money, but uh, you know for the normies. So he went and uh, uh, find one of those ATMs and took uh, all of them with him, and uh, he sent something like one hundred dollars right to to withdraw to. So he sent this to these ATMs, and these ATMs give you a receipt when you. Uh, Make uh, I mean, you interact with them, so they make a receipt, 
there's two uh, scan codes. One of these is uh, QR code and the for, for the ETM, and the other one is the barcode, or the usual barcode uh, to get uh, to uh, scan it. So he sent some uh, Ethereum, and he was uh, you know. To, to get it out, he had to scan the code. So he was scanning the code and nothing happened. Right, so the suspense was growing and the family was starting to joke around and they say, I see, told you, there's no money. They, they, you know, you got scammed. Let's go. Let's just move on. But then uh, his wife noticed that uh, he was scanning the road code. He was scanning the QR code, and he's supposed to scan his receipt code, the barcode. So he did that, and voila! It didn't take more than ten seconds, and the ATM started to, uh, you know, uh, give out the cash. So at that moment, uh, all of those fathers and you know, those in doubt that. His, uh, he was uh, just making some paper gains in some virtual world. Uh, they had an aha moment, and their eyes opened wide and said, Fuck, okay, so this is real. Oh. Okay, so tell me how to invest. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's literally what happens. And, um, and uh, they wanted to put in some, some cash into it now, right? Which is fine, but this kind of shows you that people still doubt in this technology and this whole uh, industry, crypto as a whole, because they don't trust it. They they just don't trust it. They they still are stuck. Uh, they are so brainwashed by the current financial system that they just cannot accept anything uh, besides their fiat money. Yeah, and. And there's something new on the horizon and and you actually can prove to them then they get instantly converted like they, they join the church of crypto <laughs> yes they do uh, because they can see your gain so they think fuck this you know if, if my cousin joe or uh my brother can make some gains why the fuck can't i i mean why would I leave my money uh, in the bank earning zero when I can earn 100 times more in crypto? Yeah, there are options like that. And I'm not talking about trading, I'm just talking about holding or earning, earning interest on your crypto. There's options like that today. And uh, yeah, so ATMs really good if you want to be anonymous because I think uh, to some extent because uh, most ATMs they will have something like capped amount you can buy or or sell, and uh, above that then there's a KYC. But uh, he tested it and it works fucking awesome. I mean. I would use it if I would uh, have uh, mm, some small cash to pay, and then, but that then I don't recommend to avoid taxes from that. But the um, 
if you don't know financial advice, but if you want to avoid paying taxes, for example, in Poland, we've got like 19% uh, capital gains tax on anything you will sell, right? So you can actually you can keep your crypto for years, not pay anything on them. But if when you sell them, then that's, uh, uh, that's the uh, moment you will have to pay a tax, right? So some people will avoid that by going to this ATM and pay them like five, maximum 6% fee. Some ATMs will pay, will charge you more, like even up to 10%, but you know, there are options. And uh, you can avoid paying your tax uh, just by staying anonymous and laying low, but I don't recommend that. Uh, if you get a lot of gains, just follow the rules. And uh, okay, so that brings us almost to an end of what I was um, intending to talk about. So we've covered the exchanges, we've covered the middlemen, and we've covered the ETMs as an on and off ramps. So there's plenty to choose from uh, how you want to get in and get out. But getting out. This is really important part because you have to have your exit strategy. Always have your exit strategy. Don't think, you know, don't go into the bull market and wait for tops and then start thinking, okay, and now I want to uh, take profits, right? T t take your profits in a smart way. So always have a plan, a strategy, how you want to ladder out because you don't want to you don't want to be one of those people that also uh, get out all at once, right? Same with the getting in. So always dollar cost average on your entry and dollar cost average on your exit as well. So what I'll do uh, is uh, I have my price targets at which I'm going to be... Uh, taking profits and selling some of my crypto, so like 10% crypto, 5% crypto, 20% crypto, and uh, say, at this price, 10%, that uh, if it goes higher, then another 10%, if it goes higher, another 20%. And uh, that's how I ladder out of my uh, positions. But only, you know, at certain prices, or you can also... Uh, tie this down to other metrics like you know when we when we for example are at this market cap level or at uh, you know that market cap cap level or or when my coin is um, top ten or surpass certain coin you know you can do this many ways but all the price is the most common one. And um, then always also think about something like your long uh, investment, long investment, like something, you know, keep like maybe 30 to 40% of your back, which will you never going to sell. Or, 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 in, or in other words, maybe split it this way, 20% uh, is your moon back. I think I heard that from the dollar cost average, uh, Miguel. So shout out to him for this uh, and, and and for 
I think cultivate crypto also. They they do this in their mindset course, so I recommend that as well. So think about your moon bag, something that you will keep and just ride it out, ride the ride the prices out for the whole bull market or even up to the you know second bull cycle. Right? So something that you will keep for more than eight years. And also think about something that you will never sell because you can also uh, think in these categories that you have a very good asset that you know it's going to be here for 15, 20 years, right? Then keep that and maybe even pass this over to your, you know, your, your, your kids or your spouse or whoever, you know? keep it in your family for generations i i say but uh just maybe you know more than 10 years and uh this is and, and maybe even earn some interest on it like using celsius then that's that way you will avoid you know being one of those people who go out uh when the price you know seemed very high but at the end of the day, it was just the beginning. Like people who were exiting Bitcoin at eight dollars, right? And by end of 2020, were almost thirty thousand. So <laughs> I wouldn't like to be one of those people and you know just uh, say fuck my life. <laughs> I just sold everything. Right? Never sell everything. Just maybe keep a small portion so that you 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 how you know still in the game you're still in the in the market so uh, think about your exit strategy and think about what uh, would be the, the the best way for you to exit and, and take your money out and actually spend it or invest it on into something else maybe some hard assets like real estate uh, or maybe start a business whatever yeah think about taking profits because there there are many people I heard so many stories that people actually also have been not taking profits right they were riding out the wave uh, up until the top and uh, this is when they were thinking it's gonna it's gonna go higher so I'm just gonna wait it out and uh, it gone down so they were waiting and waiting and then it was going down even more and then even even more so that they actually got in the place when they started so to the point when they started invest and uh, they have zero right zero gains so don't be one of those guys also think about that always have a plan i have a plan and you should do so guys uh, that will be the end of this uh, episode 3 uh, my on and off from dilemmas I hope you enjoyed this and uh, I hope you learned something like I did in 2020 and you, you will not repeat my mistakes and uh, guys I have some more content coming up for you so Stay tuned and enjoy. Thank you.
for listening.